Welcome to the Value Yourself Podcast. I am your host, Olivia, and in this podcast, we will talk about being your highest self, overcoming struggles, self-love, and more. If any of these episodes help you in any way, I'd really appreciate it if you could follow and rate this podcast, as well as share this podcast with others that may find it helpful. Thank you for tuning in, and let's get into the episode. Welcome back, everyone. We're at episode three now, which is crazy because, I don't know, it's just weird. It's weird doing this by myself. I'm, like, talking to myself, and I want to say, like, thank you for everyone for being patient because, obviously, I'm new at this. I'm not, like, a podcast pro here, and I'm imagining I'm going to get better as I keep doing this. But obviously it's uncomfortable, it's weird, it's talking about big topics that I struggle with still, and I'm just in my room on my floor doing this. So I just want to say thank you for everyone being patient with me, and I hopefully will get better at this as I keep going. Um, But yeah, I'm being more active on social media about... Um, promoting my podcast on Instagram and TikTok. I didn't make a TikTok account yet. I'm just using my own TikTok, but um, maybe eventually I will. I did make an Instagram account for it, as I mentioned before, called Value Yourself Pod. If you could follow that, that'd be great. Um, I did go worldwide. I will say we're we're getting there. Um, it's interesting to see it grow, and I'm I'm sure it's it's gonna grow grow more, but. Um, yeah, it's just cool seeing people watch it or listen to it. And yeah, I hope I, my goal here is to help at least one person. If I could at least get through and help one person, that would be great. Um, but yes, let's get into the episode for today. Um, I do want to give my little disclaimer, like I try to before every episode is that, Um, these tips that I'm going to give, that actually, these worked for me personally. Like, these actually worked for me. I didn't hear anyone else tell me these tips when I was having a hard time. So, I just kind of, I wanted to give these tips. They're kind they're difficult. They're interesting and difficult and they take work and effort and they don't happen overnight. But... It's all about consistency and discipline at the end of the day with everything that you're trying to overcome and being insecure and comparing yourself to others. It's huge for your mental health and um, it takes it takes work and just like everything. So it's training your mind. It's rewiring your brain. So I just want to let you know that it took me years until these tips worked fully for me Um, and it's not. A happy time. It's not a happy road. I cried a lot doing these tips, but you just have to try your best to push through and know that they are going to work for you. It may not feel like they're always working when you're crying, but just know that it's 
and nothing what is that saying nothing easy (laughs) oh no nothing worth going through and having comes easy let's just say that if that's not right then it's not right but there's mine little spiel on it so let's get into the first tip which is I know it sounds kind of like simple maybe but maybe a lot of people don't even think about this doing this at all and that's to try to go back and understand where this insecurity came from okay so if it came from bullying at a young age or being told that your insecurity is not beautiful it came from somewhere if a family member brought it up to you at a young age um, just constantly hearing something maybe seeing something in a magazine or on tv that someone is saying that something is not beautiful um which i'm going to get into that more later but it came from somewhere and you kind of have to think about where it's done from in order to overcome it in this episode i'm going to say a lot about my own personal experiences and revolve it around cellulite because that was my and still is insecurity so when I was young I got very bullied for my cellulite ever since fifth grade I would say obviously I didn't know what that was I didn't know what cellulite was I had to literally google it because I had no idea what was wrong with my legs and until people started pointing it out saying oh my gosh like cottage cheese thighs or um your thighs are so big stuff like that so stuff that I didn't even realize was a problem until someone pointed it out which is usually when insecurities start happening um that could be your nose it could be your ears it could be anything um so trying to go back to see where this even came from kind of makes you feel Like you take the power back from it because you never thought that this thing was a problem. You never thought that this thing was not beautiful until someone pointed it out. Some low life that's insecure with their own self projecting onto your insecurities or your body or anything that now you think you're insecure about. So, yes, that would be the first step, trying to see where it's coming from to begin with. Then I would say change the narrative about your insecurity. Instead of saying, my arms are so fat, change the narrative to, my arms are so strong, I'm able to carry my baby in my arms for longer without getting tired, or I'm able to lift heavier dumbbells than other people. Or, I'm able to have both arms to help me paint, write, etc. Focus on positives instead of the negatives about your insecurity. For my legs, for my cellulite, I could say, I'm able to have both legs that proper that work properly. And I'm able to walk probably more than most people. I'm able to run more miles. I'm able to squat heavier. I'm able to have such strong muscles in my legs that help me 
from day to day to do activities. Try to change the narrative. It's okay to be insecure about something, but instead of focusing on all of the terrible things that people have told you over and over and over again about your insecurity, change the narrative. You're allowed to change the narrative and take back your power and say, hey, this insecurity isn't so bad. It's it's allowing me to do all of these things that I never really thought about before. Changing the narrative is a big one. Um, the next one is, I, I still struggle with this one. It's don't rely on external validation. When you do this, you're giving power to what others think or say about your insecurities. Okay, if you think about it, a million, this is huge, okay? If you think about it, a million people could t- could say you're beautiful and you most likely just deny it or don't let that compliment take over your day. But as soon as one single person says you're ugly or insults you, you all of a sudden let this comment take over your day and your emotions and you believe what this person said about you. So when you don't rely on external validation, no comment can hurt you because you're so confident in yourself that it doesn't matter what people say or think. You'll start accepting compliments and insults in the same way. Okay? So if someone says you're beautiful, you'll say, thank you. I know it. I know I'm beautiful. And if someone says you're ugly, hopefully that doesn't happen. But if someone says you're ugly, you'll say, thank you. But I didn't ask for your opinion. You'll get to a point where what people say, whatever they say, it doesn't matter. Because that's all external. They're validating your flaws and they're validating things that you think are beautiful. Why do you need someone to tell you what they think is beautiful or what is not beautiful? You don't. You're your own human being and you're allowed to love yourself without anyone telling you something's beautiful or not beautiful. And that's just the way it is. I feel like in society we're always just so concerned about what people are saying about us and what we post on social media and if Joe Schmo is going to like my picture on Instagram because <laughs> because my butt looks good or something. It doesn't matter. Like you don't need Joe Schmo to tell you that your butt looks good. You can think that your butt looks good just the way it is and it goes the same for insecurities like if I, I've posted my cellulite before on Instagram and of course I thought like, is someone going to say it looks ugly? Is, am I going to get love for this? Am I going to get hate for this? Does it, does, is Cindy going to go make fun of me and show my picture to all of her friends and tell them that, oh my gosh, look at Olivia's cellulite, looks terrible? No. You know why? Because I know, I know that I look beautiful and I know that cellulite is so normal and I know I can wear shorts and I know I look beautiful just the way I am. And that's just the way that God made me. Maybe I have more than other people. I don't know. But 
I think it's beautiful and that's all that matters. And I don't need Joe or Cindy to tell me if it is or not. So I think external validation takes time. I still, I'm not, I'm still human. I still go out in public and worry about what other people think if I wear shorts. I still do it. But that's when I have to go back into my head and realize, hey, you're doing it again. You're lurking, looking for external validation that you don't need because you know in your heart and soul that you are beautiful just the way you are. So there you go. (laughs) Here's the next one. Repetition is key and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Next to the external validation one, I think this is probably the hardest one. It's not an overnight process. It's not easy. And I will get into my experience with wearing shorts with cellulite. So when I say repetition is key and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, you're this is when you're starting to retrain and rewire your brain and what your brain is telling you. So obviously, if I go back to my insecurity of my cellulite, that is stemmed from bullying back in the day, from someone telling me it's not beautiful, from seeing magazines and commercials to tell me how and how to get rid of cellulite and creams to get rid of cellulite. So naturally, I'm thinking, hey, Maybe cellulite is ugly. Maybe there is something wrong with me. So, yes, I'm going to be insecure about it. So, the thing that is not natural in this is to show it off, right? Why would I want to show off my insecurity if everyone's saying it's not beautiful? Why would I do that? Because I want to think it's beautiful. And it is beautiful. And I know in my heart, my little heart, that I know that people are saying it's not beautiful and people are trying to sell me creams because they want to make money off my insecurities. It's this whole scam. People want to make money off of your insecurities. So they're going to sell you creams that don't work. And that's just, that's how the diet industries make their money because they're telling, they're literally making money off of your insecurities and if you can understand that and you can plug it in your head that it's all a scam it makes you feel better honestly okay back to my little tip here um so my experience with my cellulite I started wearing shorts around the house and it sounds like such a simple little task but it was kind of difficult for me I I just started wearing them around the house just to get comfortable because I'm telling you, I would go through summers of wearing leggings and jeans and I would never wear shorts. And people would be like, aren't you hot? Aren't you hot? Like, don't you want to wear shorts? Yes, of course, Sandy, I want to wear shorts, but I can't because every time I go out in shorts, I feel like people are going to make fun of me. So... No, I'm not going to wear shorts because I'm tired of it. So I started wearing them around the house. Once I started wearing them around the house, I got comfortable. I would move on to looking at myself in shorts in the mirror. I would 
start looking and this is where it got a little difficult because I started hating myself even more. It's like a whole big process. I started like being like, well, you know what? This is stupid. Like, obviously my legs don't look good. I'm never going to look like so-and-so who has perfect smooth legs. I'm never going to look this, blah, 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 blah. You're going to go through all these emotions because looking at your insecurities head on in a mirror is not easy. But this is where you start retraining your brain and start getting comfortable with your insecurities. Once you get more familiar with your insecurities, you're going to start, your brain's going to, something in your brain is going to click and know that it's not so bad. I think like our, our minds, it's like a trick, honestly. We, we think something is so much worse than it actually is. And that's where body dysmorphia comes in too. But when bodies, for people that don't know, it's like when you look at the mirror and you think you're bigger than you are or smaller than you are, that's where it kind of starts playing tricks on your brain. And you kind of have to just push through and know that you have the power to change this. So that's what I did with looking in the mirror more is when I rewired my brain start telling myself that it's not as bad as I think. It's just the narrative of growing up, being bullied, and people telling me this, but that I have the power, and I, I really don't think it's that bad, okay? So once you can plug this in your brain, saying, hey, it's not that bad, I am beautiful, just getting comfortable with this insecurity is when you can move on, I guess, to the next step, which I would say I started wearing shorts in public. So going shopping, going to Target, going um, to get gas. I don't know, like anything that you can do to get out of your house, wearing shorts or showing off your insecurity in some sort of way. Once you get comfortable with doing that, it's kind of, (laughs) we go to the ultimate place that you are terrified to show your insecurity to. And I don't know what that is for you. But for me, it is wearing shorts to the gym. With all the fluorescent lighting and so many people there and you're working out, so you're moving your body. That's terrifying. That was so scary for me. And It took me years to do this. I would go through phases of wearing the shorts and then thinking I look okay and then the next day wearing shorts and thinking I look terrible and then the next day like crying in the locker room because I absolutely hate myself. It's a process. I'm telling you not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows and not every day is going to be the worst day ever too. So keep doing it. It took me years. I'm not even exaggerating right now. It took me years to start being confident in wearing shorts to the gym. But then you do it one day and you have a realization. I'm going to tell you my little epiphany and my little realization here. And it's kind of cheesy, but I was listening to a motivational gym workout video. And I was wearing shorts at the gym one day. And... I don't remember what the line was that spoke to me, but 
there was a line and it it just it hit me basically saying like it's okay and I'm doing everything I possibly can and I'm putting the work in and I looked at myself in the mirror in my shorts and I saw some cellulite and I was just like you know what no one's looking at me no one thinks the way that I do I'm doing this to myself and I think I look awesome and if anyone says that I don't that's on them but I think I look pretty pretty good right now and I like had like tears in my eyes and I was just like you know what this is what it feels like this is the freedom that I wanted to feel to accept myself fully and be happy with with myself ever since then I start wearing shorts to the gym basically all the time unless you know it's cold or I don't I didn't shave my legs or something but I wear shorts and I'm not concerned about what other people think and I'm not concerned about the little voices in my head that pop up sometimes that say hey look at her legs or they look way better than yours or hey like you have so much cellulite at this part of your legs I don't care I push them away because I know I'm strong I'm working my butt off in the gym I'm sweating and I know that it's just stemming from my past and it's not reality so after you keep doing this your insecurity will fade away you're finally retraining your brain and it works I'm telling you Now let's shift. Let's shift a little bit. Let's get away from your little insecurities and go to comparing yourself to others. So this goes hand in hand with insecurities, right? Because if you're not comparing yourself to someone else, then I don't know. I, I usually compare myself to someone else when I'm focused on my insecurities. I'm focused on everyone who doesn't have my insecurities because then that obviously makes me feel worse about myself and it validates my validates my insecurity and my thoughts and thinking that this insecurity is a problem so for comparing yourself to others in a social media standpoint i would say follow people who look like you you might have heard this before but this is a tip that actually really helped me i started following people who showed off their cellulite who had thicker thighs i for people who had like long captions about why you shouldn't be insecure about your insecurity i started following those people positive influences i went through my followers and unfollowed people who make me feel bad about myself i literally went through all of my followers and unfollowed people who made me feel bad about myself so like models people who kind of show off a lifestyle that you know is kind of fake or suspicious like people it's like lives that are too good to be true people who always think that they're 100% confident all the time and don't show the bad days I unfollowed those people um if you let's go into this little part if you like a guy or you're dating a guy and if he's following a bunch of pretty girls First of all, tell him you hate it. Tell him you hate that he's doing that. And if it doesn't change, I mean, whatever, he can do whatever he wants. If it doesn't change, forget about him. But if it does happen, 
don't compare yourself to those girls because if he likes you for a reason, right? And if he wants other girls, let him have the other girls. If he wants a girl that looks totally opposite of you, let him do whatever he wants. He's going to end up doing whatever he wants anyway. He doesn't need you to tell him or you waste your time and energy because he's probably going to do it anyway. But what makes me feel happy and what makes me feel like I have power is knowing that if he wanted to, he would. And if he likes me, he likes me. And I'm going to be myself no matter what. And I'm not going to compare myself to someone who looks completely opposite of me because that's not who I am. And someone who really, really likes me is going to show me. And... I don't have to change for that person. I don't need to compare or change myself because I know who I am and I'm beautiful just the way I am. So that makes me feel better. But don't compare yourself to other people because they really might be comparing themselves to you or hate what you think is beautiful. So let's go on hair, okay? So if I'm comparing myself to this girl who has really curly hair and I think it's so pretty and I wish I had curly hair like that, she, maybe that was the first time that she let her natural hair down. Like maybe she was bullied all the time for her curly hair and she finally found it in herself to show off her natural curls. She could be looking at me and saying, oh my gosh, her hair is so straight and long and I wish... I wish my hair was like that. So comparison is just like an ugly little game because we could be comparing ourselves to people who might be comparing themselves to us and it's a whole whole thing. And the thing about our society is we just think these things. We probably won't go up to her and be like, hey, I love your curly hair. And she probably won't come up to me and say, hey, I love your straight hair. So, in the end, you just can't compare. Because if you compare, you're playing a game. And we don't need to do that. We're all human and it's, it's normal to compare yourself. But know that you are unique. Because trends don't happen by everyone doing the same thing. Trends start by someone being themselves and doing what they want. And then what they think is cool and then people follow it. So, don't do what everyone else is doing. I literally dyed my hair black because everyone usually wants to be blonde. So, you won't stand out by being like everyone else. Love your insecurities and show them off because you might be helping someone else by doing this. And showing them they can do the same thing and feel beautiful too. And I think that's where I am going to stop the episode. And I hope something in here helped you and if you would like me to make another video on any of these tips like more of a expanded version I can do that too but this was like basically the outline and I am like kind of thinking about doing a whole another video on external validation by itself but I hope one or more of these tips helped you and if they did please let me know please follow, please share this to anyone else who needs to hear it. And I really, really appreciate you listening. So have a good one and I will see you in the next episode.